In today's episode, I get explicit with my point of view in the recent hate-fueled attacks that have taken place in North America, which have impacted people around the world in one way or another. Today, I'm as authentic as can be, challenging you to take action in a way you've never done before. Ready to be challenged in the name of good? Welcome to Lit, a podcast dedicated to changemakers who want to lead, inspire, or transform the world for the better. My name is Ravi Tour. I'm a straight shooter with a no BS approach. This podcast is meant to be thought-provoking, to get your attention, and mostly, I want to encourage change and movement from folks just like you and me. I'll cover things like world issues, mindset, and theory. So stick around, tune in, and let your mind be the map to your revolution. Welcome to episode 36 of Lit. My name is Ravi Tour, and I'm your host. Thanks for taking a break off with me last week. It was a well-needed break. I had the next episode all ready to go. However, things really took a dark turn over the weekend. And so I find myself needing to address the current world issues versus the next topic I was going to focus on. First, I want to take a moment of silence for the victims of the El Paso, Dayton, and Toronto shootings. Please take a moment with me to bow your head for those that have passed over the weekend and for those who fell victim to hatred and senseless crimes. Thank you for paying respect with me. Now, I want to focus in on these shootings. If you're sick and tired of hearing about it, good, because so am I. You want to stick around in this episode as I'm not just going to be talking about it. I'm going to provoke you to do something totally different. I'm going to provoke you to do something about it. Over the past few episodes, I've spoken to brilliant guests about leadership and being the solution to problems. Now, you might be thinking, what the fuck does that have to do with the shootings? Simple. Nothing is ever solved by sitting on the sidelines. This past weekend has created some increasing fear within me. I can't help but think, are there any safe spaces left? Or is the next shooting going to be where I'm at? If you think that's a fucked up question to ask myself, and it's a dark theme to be thinking in, I want you to really consider thy neighbor. Do you really think I'm the only one that's thinking this? Hell no. There are more and more people becoming increasingly afraid of what might happen next. 
if there's going to be some hate-filled crime that's going to affect their family, if someone is going to come home from school, the shopping mall, or a nightclub, what kind of fucked up thinking and worrying is that? Has that become the world we live in today? The answer? Yes. Why? Hate. It's crazy. As I work on recording this episode, so much is flooding out. I have so much to say, yet I have this internal need to position it in a way where I'll be heard, accepted, and hopefully acted upon. That means using light jargon, making it digestible, making it appeasing. But here's the thing. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to ruffle feathers, make you uncomfortable with what is already making you uncomfortable. I'm here to jolt you out of your comfort zone so you can help create change. First, we have to get clear on what the issue is. For me, the issue is hate and divide. It's also a glorification of the messenger. That's right. Most of us are listening to the messenger of hate in different ways. We might not agree. However, there's not much we're doing about it. And if you're about to yell out, WTF, I shared the post. I put up my thoughts on Facebook condemning these acts. Well, I'll tell you, that was so 2017. Today, we're way past that. We're at the point where there's a revolution boiling underneath the surface, a revolution of the people. That means the people are so fucking tired of this bullshit that affects each and every one of us in one way or another. So sharing shit, posting shit, yelling at a fucking TV isn't the answer. It's marching. It's deciding bureaucracy is a load of shit and isn't serving us. It's time you chose to act in a way that's much bigger than you're used to because that's how hate is defeated. Hate is simply being spread as an ideology. But here's the thing. Again, nothing is being done about it. If anything, it's being exasperated by even more hate. I mean, let's get real. I see your comments on hate threads. And each of you standing up against hate, many of you are spewing a whole nother kind of hate. And if you start to use the argument that, well, that's been done to us for decades and decades, and now I have a voice, I got to ask you, what the fuck are you using your powerful voice for? To tell Samantha on Facebook, on a thread, how racism has affected you and generations of your family, while in the same breath hating on the opposite color and throwing up nasties just to prove your point, that shit makes me look sideways all the fucking time. Because you're not doing anything different. You're just using different colors and different names. Now, let's take a look at lit. It's also simply about sharing an ideology. This show was never created to gain clients, to gain prestige, or to gain really anything other than sharing an ideology, a change and revolutionizing the ordinary population through teachings, empowerment, and a good old push in the right direction. So, in essence, I'm doing the same thing, spreading my ideology. Here's the thing, though. The communication around this is so positive and helpful. However, it's not a chart topper. Actually, it's charting number 151 in Kuwait. So thanks, Kuwait, for the love. But seriously, what's the point? The point is that hate-filled media is getting way more attention than kindness, empowered, and love-fueled media. See, every time you post underneath a thread that's hate-fueled, 
or you comment on a piece of media that's hate-fueled, and you press that angry emoji on a hate-fueled media, you help that content get to the top. Just by taking small actions like that, you help perpetuate the message by simply responding. It's built into the algorithms, yo. So the more negative the emoji reaction, the more comments, the further it goes to the top, and the longer it stays there. That's making the shit even bigger. Then you have all these thoughts and feelings, and they're typically showing up negative, right? Because you're mad as hell. You want people to stand up and stand against these types of vicious acts. But the reality is you're making them louder. Trust me, I've been here before. It does nothing but spread even more negativity. So what, Ravi? What do I do? You're saying don't post on social media, don't respond to hate-fueled media, and don't sit idle. What the fuck do you want me to do? I want you to take action in a kind and meaningful way. First, I'm going to tell you something that's going to rock your world. The hate is a cry for help. It's a misguided individual who's looking for acceptance, who's looking to fit, who's looking for help. Albeit, their methodology is pretty fucked up. Remember, they learned this shit from somewhere, right? So why not give these fuckers something positive to learn from? You got social. Why not start going live on your social media, on your Facebook profile, talking about kindness, talking about positivity, talking about how hate is not accepted? Why not walk into your community and organize a gathering? Get to know your community. Open up discourse about serious topics. Why not march right up to your local state senator's office condemning the burden of bureaucracy that's negatively affecting people? You want gun laws to change? Demand it. Organize yourself and others to march in protest. I mean, fuck, that's the way things have gotten done before. So what makes you think this time we live in is any different? And let's go back to that positivity piece for a second. Those hateful people, don't get pissed, okay, are very similar to you and I. Like I said, they're trying to fill a need, but their ways to fill a need is totally misguided. Yet, it's within their possibility. So what if we as a society change that? Because you know that a gun is just a tool. Like, money is a tool and a knife is a tool, right? So really, if someone wanted to create pain, we're all intelligent enough of a species. We could find any tool and weaponize it. So what needs to change? The way we're treating each other. The way we're talking to each other. It's important to understand what these people are saying. Why are they saying it? Listen, you don't have to agree with someone to listen to someone. You don't have to agree with someone to help change someone. You have to instead be willing to be the bigger person who's open to talking and looking for other possibilities. In essence, opening up possibilities for these people who obviously are misguided and are taken advantage of through teachings because they're hurting biochemically and neurologically speaking. For sure. This is just my opinion, but I kind of feel like this is a way better of an approach than to go about things as if they're just okay or settling with living in fear. 
I'm asking you right now to step up as a conscious leader. You don't have to create a massive movement. You don't have to change your entire world, but you do have to take action. And that, just like any other episode I've released, starts with you. What do you value? What do you need? How can you get there? Be creative. Listen to yourself. Open up dialogue. And be willing to challenge the normalcy of pain and suffering through hate and divide because we're not that lame. We're not meant to be in pain. We're not meant to suffer. And we sure as fuck are meant to live a meaningful life full of joy and prosperity. All of us are meant for this. Let's put an end to hate. Step up as a conscious leader. Connect with each other. Spread kindness and positivity like it's a virus. Make your position be heard, but make your position meaningful. Be alive. Don't sit idle. Take action. Abolish the ideological demons of our society through love and peace. It's not that hippie of a fucking concept. Instead, it's work that I know you can do. I know it, and that's why I'm calling you out on it. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's one of the greatest quotes you'll ever come across. And here's the thing. They're not just words when you implement them. It's not just a quote when you make it a reality. Be the fucking change. Be the conscious leader. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lit. I am so grateful to have you as an audience member. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to hit subscribe and leave your review. For more resources, tips, and tools, head over to www.ravitour.co. I'll be back with another episode next week, but until then, stay lit.